we I, I think we're gonna have a lot of bloopers, you know. Blah, blah, blah. Hey guys, this is Daily Dick, and um, oh yeah, I've been sober for six days. I deserve that. Okay. Daily Dick is actually a talk show about everything and nothing. Uh, you can hate it, you can love it, but you will not resist to listen to it. And we're going to talk about female empowerment, being sexual and sexualized. Uh, we're going to talk about daily dicks that we as a female meet on Tinder at the bar uh, with COVID is different, but anyways, everywhere uh, we go, we meet and interact with other people, with males, females, doesn't matter what your sexuality is, you still meet weird people. And this is basically what it's going to be, about sharing experiences and listening to some good music and just laugh it out. Tonight is our first episode and we have fabulous Sidia B with us. Hey girl, how are you? I'm doing great. Me and Aya know each other from China. And Aya said she hasn't lived in China in like three years, which I can't even believe because time flies so much. Flies Thanks. so much, girl. Yes. Let's talk about dick. Let's talk about For sure. Dick. <laughs> Before we're gonna go with the dick, though, we've met in China. Uh, I lived there for three years, uh, and you've been longer. You'll be way longer. How long? How long you've been in China? I've been in China for five years and literally like one month. Five years and one month. Nice. I left on my anniversary of moving in. I was like, "Bye, China. The best present ever. I'm leaving." But like, tell me more about like what was your uh, personal experience in China? You were living in Shanghai, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. And how was that for five years? Like, how was it? I like, this China. When you first moved to China, when I first moved to China in December of 2014, it was like the wild, wild west. You could kind of do anything as a foreigner. Whatever bike you wanted to ride, you could ride it. Whatever drink you wanted to drink, you could drink it. Whatever you wanted to stay on the street, you could just do it. And then over time, China got way stricter, not just for Chinese people, but for foreigners. For me, I'm credited with bringing twerk to China. Before... I brought twerk to China. Chinese people didn't know what twerk was. Maybe they knew a little bit, but they called it electric butt dance. So electric, sorry, what? <laughs> the Chinese translation for twerk is electric butt dance because I guess when you put like an electric thing on your butt, it's like it's like moving very it's like fast. Like the thing from the abs, right? Like yes, exactly, exactly. That explains a lot. That explains the weird moves they were doing it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because that. that was like physically hurting. I was like, girl, you're literally going to break your back. Because <laughs> what are you doing? Because I've seen a couple, because I was living in Shenzhen, which is right next to Hong Kong, and I've seen my share of Chinese twerk. No disrespect, they're great dancers, great people there. I've met the best people in my life in China. I'm so grateful for everything that uh, I experienced in China and whatever I've been through in China, because it's not always like candy, you know, especially like anywhere. Uh, but um, I'm so happy that I've experienced that. But something about that work was not right. <laughs> it was like, Jesus would cry. Yeah, but, it was weird. It was weird. Yeah, but like, uh, if you had uh, two words to describe your experience, what would that be in China? In China? At the beginning, fun. Literal fun. Fun, or I would say freedom. 
because in China, you're not bound to the same social norms as you are back home. You get what I mean? Like, there's not your family. There's no cousins, mother, whatever, telling you, oh, you shouldn't wear your hair like this. Oh, you should get this sort of job. No, you're just yeah. there by yourself. It's so far, if they want to call you, me being American is 12-hour phone call, 12-hour difference for a phone call. So we, I wouldn't really talk that much. So in China, I really got the chance to develop and become my own person without any, like, adulteration. You know what I mean? Because the internet is cut off as well. So your VPN, yeah, you can access like Instagram, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you don't access it that much. So you really just become your own person. So that's one of the words I would say freedom. And I guess the other one, since I already said it, is fun. I had a lot of fun meeting people from all over the world at any time, doing whatever I wanted to do, feeling just very independent. It was an amazing time. But I'm happy to be home. I'm not going to lie. I'm Okay. I'm uh, see, this is where we're different. I was not happy to be back home. Uh, originally, I'm from Ukraine. Yay yeah. me. Uh, well, not really yay, but it is <laughs> it is. I'm making the best out of it. Uh, but for me, uh, being back home was like going backwards in time. And I was like literally depressed when I got back. And none of my friends could actually understand what was going on. I couldn't at the beginning as well. But it was like, it was horrible. And going back to the topic about clothes or like a hair and everything. I remember I was back home for a holiday and I remember, oh my God, like these are so amazing boots. And I ran up to the store and I was like, I'm so curious how much is it? Because I knew they were imported from China. And I was like, I was about to buy once uh, in China. And I ran there and my friend was just like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, like, look at these pretty boots. You're going to look like a slut. And I was like, hello, have we not met? First of yeah. all, and second of all, like, the whole perspective of, like, female bodies and how they should dress and everything are so completely different. And I haven't been home for, like, a first year and a half. So for me, going back there and seeing how much I outgrown people there, you know, it was, it was inspiring, um, extravagant at some point, and also very disturbing because I was like, am I from here? Like, are you even actually, actually my friend who, who I've known for like seven years at that time, you know, that was so weird. Did you experience any, anything like that when you got back home? I feel like I experience it every day, to be honest, like just to live my life and just to be free as I was in China, people feel like I'm doing too much. They're like, why are you wearing that? <laughs> why are you putting that on? Why are you putting on makeup? It's like, no, I want to go outside and feel cute. Like I don't have to go outside and look like a bum, just like the rest of y'all. No shade, no hate. I just speak very directly, but it is what it is. People yeah. just don't understand. I think the the difference though for me is I'm lucky I came during COVID time because a lot of my friends came at the same time. So a lot of so my friends, I talk to them who are also in America and they're going through the same things. And we're like, I feel you, girl. Like yeah, I feel you. And it's like we, you know, like we relate. I feel like it would have been different if I would have just come by myself and then the whole world, everyone around me is just like, they're still the same. 
You get what I mean? Like when we went to China, you got to explore to be your own person because there's no social norms telling you what there's to be. In, in a way, China is like foreigners here and Chinese people here. So because you're not part of the Chinese culture, you're not super ingrained in it, it doesn't matter what you do. You can become anybody who you want to be. And that gives you a lot of freedom. But when you come back to wherever you're, you're from, and then you are free and being yourself, people are like, what are you doing? Why would you be like that? And it's like, it's no, this hard. is me. Yeah. unadulterated you guys are kind of like slaves to people telling you what to do what to be having kids early i'm not that we're just not on the same wavelength and that's okay but it makes you kind of feel like an alien when you go back because people just like they're like what the hell yeah i totally agree with you because um you go back home and you're supposed to come home right instead of that you come home and you are literally alone because no one gets you when in china you are alone because that was your choice yeah you have like community around you big small doesn't matter you are alone there because your family is far away but then when you come home and you're supposed to feel like home it doesn't china felt more home for me even though like i have amazing parents i have amazing a few close friends and i was happy to see everyone but at some point I realized that I was just missing from their lives for three years and now I'm back and they're just like, but weren't you away? You know, aren't you supposed to go back? You know, we used to see you like just one or two like times a year and that was fine. That was fun. And you know, that's probably it. I literally lost all my uh, circle that I thought I had back home. It wasn't there anymore and people were there we were still friends we never had any fights fallouts or whatever but i felt alone no one could get me i remember my best friend at that time um i just got back from china and we went on a european trip uh with like a bunch of other like young drunks basically <laughs> and that was like amazing tour and i remember we were having like conversations and everything and some of the oh blah 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 like telling the story and i was like oh yeah but in china and you know i was like telling oh in china in china in china and my friend was just like can you shush i was like the fuck and she was like can you shush like you always keep talking about china i was like yes because that's what i knew for the past three years that was my life that was like a so turn off I didn't even want to like go out, like see other people, like build, you know, rebuild the community back home. I was like, okay, um, I think I need to find a job somewhere fucking far away. Like, I don't want to see, I, I'm really cool with like seeing these people once or twice a year or even never. Yeah, I feel you. Because if they're denying your experience in China, then they're denying you at the end of the day. Like you guys don't understand because you haven't lived in another country or maybe somewhere else. Cause that's what people in my town, they have never left. This is all they know. So to them, us talking about China or whatever is bragging. No, it's our literal life. You expect me to just like 
talk i don't know what else to talk about this is what i've been experiencing and i'm not trying to be like flexing on you or anything but this is just my life and if you're denying me even to just talk to you about it you don't even want to open your mind to talk about it we can't even be friends anymore that's just it's dead it's done yeah and and that that was actually a very good uh life lesson i would say in the end i felt like i'm just the one who putting into work and i was like you know what that's what China taught me well, that if I'm not getting paid for it, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and I was like, that but is, bye. Yes, because I, I need some quies. I need some quies. If there's no quai, I'm not doing it. That's like, that literally what China taught me. Yeah, I'm very glad. Um, I'm very thankful for all the experiences, but let's move on. Yep. Move okay. on to you my gorgeous woman because you are as i've mentioned a singer a songwriter so i have a question as a person who thinks um i literally think i have no talent but except like talking shit because this is daily dick and we're talking shit um what actually inspires you to write your songs to perform to create because i know you were going back to china you were performing in china a lot not only twerk but you were <laughs> rapping you were having festivals you were opening for the artists yeah. and uh your latest song delete and block was like Ooh. that's like yes i feel you that's my that's literally about me and stuff and i Ooh. i'm pretty sure a, a lot of girls can relate to that so what inspires you and what gives you that you know feeling that yeah i want to do it i wake up today and i'm like i don't want to do it okay <laughs> you know I, I oh, well. first thing you know i was in a super bad relationship i was just a different person i was dating a narcissist and when you date a narcissist everything revolves around them your feelings don't matter so he did music and i did music and he actually introduced me to music because he would perform at all these big shows and he'd make me film him and i would became the manager of his band so i would like i'm a pretty like structured person so i'd be like yo you got to be on time you got to be at the rehearsal this is the rehearsal i like plan all the stuff and i was filming and after a while i just didn't feel appreciated i was like yo i don't really right. feel like a part of this thing so i wanted to do my own thing so i remember i made my first song it was this little rap song called get your money up it was just about guys needing to get their money up so i like wrapped it in front of my boyfriend at the time who was a narcissist and he was like cool make another song and i was like i didn't expect that you know like you expect people to be like oh that's good or that sucks he was just like make another song and i was like make another song all right so i just kept like making songs because he had told me that so we had like a thing i was queen diamond at the time he was skinny OG. Yeah. we would do a lot of songs together we were like this but eventually what i realized is you know we do shows and people were liking me more than him and he didn't like that he was a hater so he he's a narcissist yeah. obviously yeah, he's narcissist. like natural hater for everything that's not him yeah. So but because we were supposed to be a group, because he made us a group, mm -hmm. I, we'd do a show together and people would be like, Queen Diamond, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Skinny OG, they'd be like, cool, cool. <laughs> okay, bye, boy, bye. Can we get her, please? <laughs> so they wanted more of me and he'd hate on that instead of like helping of me become a better artist. 
he would just hate on my songs. So I'm, I'm pretty was, sure he was like, I made you, girl. He would probably say that. Of course he said that to me. Oh, and, he and literally said that. He would say terrible things to me, and uh, it would Sorry, just girl. really get to my to my heart like he he would literally say things like you're nothing without me people just like you because they like me they think you're talented but it's really me who's talented and that made you talented he used to make me feel like it was him who made me and I used to believe that and that just used to make me really sad I like to write about things that just have to do with my life so the song was about him and it was like why are you giving me attitude? And it was about him giving me attitude all the time because he's rude, but I would like it. It kind of turned me on. I'm like, ooh, it's sexy. But the first time I played him that song because everything we had to do together, whether it was a studio, he'd always make me do it together. So this I did in secret. I went to the studio by myself and mixed and mastered the song by myself. I made the beat by myself and I was super proud of it. And so I showed him the song. He was the only person I showed the song because at that point he was my mentor and I was still like, kind of like about everything. So I showed him the song. He listened to it. And the first thing he said was, that was the worst song I ever heard in my fucking life. That's terrible. Your shit is ass. And I was just like so disappointed. I was just like crying. And I didn't listen to that song again for six months. I just put it away. As I was getting out of love, out of the relationship, I'm just scrolling on my computer and I pick up this song, Attitude. I just start listening to it. I'm like, oh my God, it sounds good. Six months later. And then I start sending it to my friends and they're like, wow, this is the best song I've ever heard you made. Because before, if I made a song, everything had to go through him. If I made a song he didn't like it, I have to change it all the time. So I never felt like I could do anything for myself. So I made this song right. called Attitude about just like, guys and you're in a relationship he's giving you attitude but you like it oh you like that aggression because i like aggression uh, give me that uh, i like it <laughs> so that that's what it was about so i started sending it to my friends they're like oh it's the best song i ever heard you made and, and and it just gave me confidence but it opened up my eyes like man like maybe he's wrong because everything that he said i just truly believed in it and my confidence was just based on what he said so you bring up delete and block. I mean, it's just about for real. Like if a guy pisses you off, he doesn't want to do anything for you. He doesn't want to take you out on a date. He just wants to treat you like someone that he just wants to bang all the time. Yeah. I don't like sex because I do like sex, but you better respect me. Like for real. Exactly. You, you got to. Yeah. That's what's wrong with guys now. And, um, you know, like, uh, I think your song attitude though, um, really, brings it on that not only girls have attitude okay because like men men play really well we're just like oh don't give me your attitude i was like am i asking for respect and some decent um reaction to me as a person is an attitude to you i am having this attitude because you are not hearing me because i am speaking to you i am a woman of my word i'm not gonna like you know oh i'm so shy to say anything no bitch i'm gonna tell you straight face i don't like this this and this and that you give me attitude i was like i'm just asking you like even not asking i'm telling you about decent things that your mother should have taught you about because mm -hmm. my mom did did teach me and what what the fuck and i think this is a really good twist where we can see that you know what you boys are even bigger bitches that we are sometimes Weird. 
all the and time. Now we're going to listen to some attitude. relationship inspired me because I was so hurt and that relationship inspired me to just be like choose yourself because at the end of the day you can be crying over someone but all you have is yourself and that's what you should choose every single time I don't like to ghost people I, I send them a message I send them the same message every time oh, what, just, what is the message I, I the same message I send them hey this isn't going to work out between us. Best of luck. Heart emoji. Bye. <laughs> I don't care how many times they message me back. I'm not answering. It's all done. I think we have to teach people in general, not even women only, but like people in general that sometimes it's not like, oh, it's not his loss or her loss. 
it's more about like not com like not being yeah, non-compatible and it's fine because like you meet people they come and go they come and go and it's fine even for like short period of time if you were like there and then i don't know two weeks later you just don't feel it anymore that's also fine but i think it's respect to another person to actually say that hey you know what um yeah i i don't feel that anymore and that's okay I but ghosting people ghosted. is the worst like i know i got ghosted and i don't mind if it's ghosted if i've never met you or whatever but like yeah. this guy we had had sex four times like i was seeing him every weekend and he ghosted me and to me i just felt as because i'm on my level up journey it's like at first I was mad, but then I was like, you know what? I don't want to be with someone, even if it's just friends with benefits, who cannot communicate with me. Because if I did something to piss you off, okay, fine. Like, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect either. But at least express it to me. And if you're too pussy to, to even say that to me, I don't even want you in my life. It has saved me a bigger heartbreak because i don't want to be with someone who can't communicate with me i'm more mature than you and then i started going on the list i'm more mature than you i'm better than you you never find a bitch better than me you suck you're boring like <laughs> all, all, all like all the listing all the listing going back to the pussy talk like being pussy you had this freestyle pussy talk yeah yeah <laughs> girl that, that was like okay okay because i was like i was listening to you maybe like 10 times in a row <laughs> i was like okay okay because okay. like the funniest thing i've never heard the original i just heard you first <laughs> and i was like okay let me go back and listen to that i never actually did that but i listened to yours um probably like 10 or so times and now you should listen to it too guys I'm the best he ever had, I'm so bad Fuckin' other bitches is a cookin' in the trash Real trap niggas, so we only got cash Anything I want, he be like throwin' in the bag No cap, my P-U-S is right My pussy rap, why your pussy on Sahara dry? You got an attitude, then I find another guy I want you play with my clip, find an ice bike Fuck me good until I die I'm in the rich sex, I hate bum niggas I know it's cliche, but that money make me calm quicker I can buy anything I want, but I want yours, nigga Wanna hear dick big spend more, nigga, yeah I know what to say, make these niggas drop a bag Make a fucking love in a week, no bad He wanna have a baby when he turn into a dad When I heard that ran away and blocked that nigga fast Fast, 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 fast But that nigga so fast, 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 fast Block him in after the dash It was about one guy in particular And I'm like, yo, I'm the best he ever had, I'm so bad Fucking other bitches is like fucking in the trash It's like, for real, I know I'm the best from looking at your past, not looking at their pictures, because I don't hate on girls. It is what it is. I don't hate. But I know mentally and who you've dealt with, I'm the best you ever had. Like, right. really? And everybody after you is, like, being in the trash. Um, And this is when I was kind of dating, like, a drug dealer. So he, he had a lot of money. He had a lot of cash, and he would always spend it on me. He'd go to the store. I'd be like, I want this, 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 this. And he'd just throw it in a bag. Just throw it in the bag he just nice. didn't care so just like so the old rapper right here right now yeah. it's like little boys like little yeah little little there's so many little i i just know little wayne and that's it i was like am i old am, am i old because like little yachty little little pond little little something i was like no. why are you being little 
they all want to be like the goat, which is Lil Wayne. But I mean, all those rappers are gay. Besides Lil Wayne, I think Lil Wayne is a little gay too. But that's a, that's that's another topic. That's nothing wrong with gay people nothing wrong with gay people i love gay people but i'm just saying just be open with who yes. you are if you're gay exactly just say it That's just be all. true be true to yourself and like you know be open about it like yeah. uh oh that reminds me of one story but i don't think it's for oh it's daily dick so i think that's for the topic yeah. i have this guy who asked me to be um his um master right like dominatrix okay and he was handsome as fuck and i was like i was bored as well uh and i thought like how many gorgeous guys are there gonna like you know find me and like ask me to be dominatrix and i was like i probably should do it but then the only thing that i was afraid of like actually to do it not like any like sexual oh like he likes to you know take dildo or anything not like even like that i was i was afraid to hurt my back because <laughs> your back it's like always like moving and i was like what if i'm you know go into rush and i move too fast and i like you know i'm like oh my back hurts because i'm not in my early 20s anymore unfortunately you know i do exercise and everything but it's my first time i could literally hurt myself and that was the only doubt that held me like i had like two days to think about it uh -huh. so eventually i was like you know what let's do this want to hear the rest tune in for part two coming out next week